merely a little flirtation to gauge how she responded. Her touch sent an unexpected ripple of energy up his arm, and he narrowed his eyes, studying her more closely. What are you, girl? He hadn't felt that kind of energy often, and certainly not in recent years. Cheap clothes or not, this girl was no ordinary human. Possibly a psychic, or even a witch. Whatever she turned out to be, rare magical abilities were far too valuable to be wasted on a convenience store clerk in an Atlanta suburb. His dinner entree grew more interesting by the moment. Would you like your cigars in a bag? She handed his change to him. No, I'll put them in my jacket pocket. He wanted to touch her again and felt the same tingle from her fingertips when she laid the coins and the small cigar box in his palm. He wrapped his fingers around hers before she could pull away, and her gaze rose to meet his. She was curious, a bit confused, but not fearful. Not yet, anyway. Nothing alarming about a dark-suited, middle-aged man across the counter buying a harmless little box of cigars. He knew the second he'd captured her mind. What's your name, girl? Glory. Her voice was flat, monotone, enthralled. Gloriana Cummings. What time do you leave work, Gloriana? At eleven. Matthias checked his watch. Excellent. Fifteen minutes. When you leave, you will come to the black sedan parked at the edge of the lot, and you will get in the back seat. You will not stop to talk to anyone. Do you understand? Her brow furrowed, but she gave the right answer. Yes, I understand. Good girl. Matthias released her hand and her mind, and she shook her head as if to clear the mental after-effects. I'll meet you again shortly, Gloriana. Uh, sure thing. Have a good evening. She was still rubbing her temples when Matthias left the store. Matthias found his driver leaning against the car, fiddling with a cell phone. Move the car to the edge of the lot. A guest will be joining me in a few minutes. Afterward, call Delta and reserve an extra seat on my flight to New York for a young woman named Gloriana Cummings. When unpleasant business had forced Matthias on this first-ever trip to Atlanta, he'd gotten the driver on loan from a colleague who owed him a favor. He found the city lacking in charm, overcrowded with traffic, and crammed full of modern skyscrapers without a hint of personality. If the girl's abilities, whatever they might be, were strong enough to be revealed by a simple touch, he'd find a way to use her. She might even provide a solution to the problem of Penton, Alabama, where that sanctimonious Irish farmer Aidan Murphy had assembled a virtual army of vampires. They'd taken over the small town, living there with their unvaccinated, bonded humans, while the rest of the vampire world scratched and starved. Murphy had built up too much power and had too many vampires who pledged loyalty to him with a blood bond. He could overthrow the authority of the Vampire Tribunal once he'd finally had enough of hiding out in his rural backwater. Matthias had no doubt he would tire of the rural life eventually. It was no place for a master vampire. The Penton community was a slap in the face to the struggles being encountered by their fellow vampires in the cities, and a condemnation of the way the Vampire Tribunal had handled the situation, not to mention his ingrate son, William, had thrown in his lot with Murphy. He thought he'd found the solution, sending in Aidan Murphy's brother to kill him and break up his town. Today, though, he'd gotten confirmation that Aidan's would-be assassin was dead, along with a small scathe of vampire companions, mostly bought and paid for by Matthias. 
Now he had cleanup to do, making sure no one would ever link him to the fiasco. This girl might help in some way. Until Murphy broke vampire law, Matthias couldn't convince the tribunal to take official action against him. But witches and psychics always proved themselves useful. If he could coerce her into it, maybe she could infiltrate the scathe, break it up from within if her powers were strong enough, or at least feed him information. First, he might as well put out a couple of fires. Matthias slid the panel closed between the front and back seats and called his Virginia estate manager. Shelton answered immediately. Thank God, Matthias, I've been trying to reach you for hours. You're not going to believe what I have had locked up in your basement since last night. Spit it out. If Shelton hadn't been good at running Matthias's property and holdings in the D.C. area, he'd have staked the man decades ago for being a drama queen. The Slayer.